fly around. Little green peas from the ground. Buttermilk biscuits, nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Butter beans, peas, beets, and chard. Chickens running in the yard. Catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop 'em black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show that I created to spotlight the people of our region who produce, prepare, and preserve our regional food and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. The theme song that you just heard was sung and arranged by Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, and she recorded that when she was just nine years old, and she has sung all over the place and on the Opry and everything, and um, she's real popular, and we're just so proud of her. want to say a special hello to the Davis family listening at the base of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. They're a farming family that I'm going to soon interview, and faithful listeners to this show just wanted to say hello and good morning. And this Easter weekend, we are setting the table with staples of our Appalachian table, mercy, charity, and love, deviled egg, and a bean and cornbread supper. I went back through the pantry and pulled out a real special interview that I recorded back in February of 2014 when I had the good fortune to be able to visit with Helen Ash and Ellen Turner, known around East Tennessee simply as Helen and Ellen, or the sisters, founders of The Love Kitchen in Knoxville, Tennessee. These two sisters created The Love Kitchen to feed a need in the community because they just couldn't stand to see their neighbor do without. We'll also be joined by our friends Mary Constantine and her recipe for deviled eggs with feta cheese and olives, and Fred Sossman's Potluck Radio segment on the annual Elizabethton, Tennessee Rotary Club Soup Bean and Cornbread Supper. So I'm hoping you can pull up a chair and have a sit-down visit with us here for the next little bit. I'm just so happy to have you here at our Tennessee table. Now let's get started. In 1984, Helen Ash first dreamed of creating a program to serve the needy of Knoxville. One day, as she was watching a news broadcast, and she saw a story about a soup line operated by Church Street United Methodist Church in Knoxville, she knew what her mission was going to be, help feed God's children. Her twin sister Ellen shared her excitement and joined Helen in her calling. So on February 14, 1986, the Love Kitchen first served 22 people in a small church in East Knoxville. Today, the Love Kitchen has its own building, about two blocks from where it started, and serves over 3,000 meals each week, with more than 80% of those meals being delivered to the homebound. Every Wednesday, there is an in-house breakfast, and emergency food bags are filled with both canned and dry goods, and they are distributed. 
On Thursdays, there is an in-house lunch, and volunteers deliver meals to the elderly, disabled, and homebound. They have no paid staff, they do not accept government donations or grants, and they are 100% funded from private donations. They have a dedicated crew of volunteers and are always in need of more volunteers to help deliver meals. And especially when the weather is bad, they often need people with four-wheel drive vehicles to help deliver meals to the homebound. If you'd like to follow along, the website address is thelovekitchen.org. Now, unfortunately, both of the sisters have passed away now, but their work carries on just like always, and in this interview, you'll also hear the voice of Patrick Riggins, who is the president of the Love Kitchen, and he also used to be sure the sisters got back and forth, and he tended to them and took care of them and all that, like the time he helped them travel on that airplane through all those airports to go out to be on the Oprah show, and you can just imagine that was such a big deal. So in this visit, you're going to hear Helen do most of the talking as Ellen was just not feeling quite as robust after having gone through cancer treatment. And uh, all the same, Ellen insisted on coming into the love kitchen, even though she didn't feel very good, because she just didn't want to stay at the house. The sisters were born in Abbeville, South Carolina, and they've always been guided by the principles their parents instilled in them. Helen and Ellen are very thankful for the teaching of their parents, and they will always remember the three truths their father taught them. And these are... The three things Daddy taught me. There is only one Father, and this is the Father in Heaven. There is only one race. That's the human race. And Daddy, if our parents taught us, do not take the last piece of bread from the table. Somebody may come by and need you. And honey, the things that we've gone through with, we we all writing. We're gonna write a book on on the things that we've gone through with. Thus, look what look what we're doing now, honey. Yeah. Still there. And as I say, she's a cancer survivor. But let me tell you, she doesn't let that stop her, honey. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> she Boy, here she man. is. She won't stay at the house, will she? No, honey. <laughs> I have to bring her over here, honey. Hey, yes. Who wants to sit around the house anyway, right? Ellen? That's the truth. Yeah. Nobody it's... wants to sit around the house. Uh-huh. Well, honey, I don't want to sit around the house. Well, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't either. All right then, honey. Well, we had a hard time here sitting around. But let me tell you, didn't we, Ellen? We had, yes, we had it rough, rough, rough. But let me tell you, the wonderful parents we had. Thus, yeah. this love kitchen. It's going to be in that book, honey. Well, I can't wait to read it. And it's going to be called, what again? What's the, the last whole cake. I love but it. Daddy, Mama would not let us take the last piece of bread from the table. A whole cake is, you know what a whole mm-hmm. cake is. Mm-hmm. And we said, don't take the last piece of bread. No. Somebody may come by in the eat of it. That's right. And that's what that's we right. did. We didn't take that last piece of bread, did we, Ellen? That last piece of whole cake. <laughs> and here you are feeding thousands with that last oh, piece honey. of whole cake you did not eat. Oh, you honey. know? Don't you know, don't yes. you know, honey, we are so blessed. Yes, that ma'am. The things that we've gone through with, we didn't let it stop us. Yes, ma'am. And it's a... It's amazing how many, how much stuff that we had to go through oh with to get to what we are now. Absolutely. But look at it, it's paying off, baby. It is. 
Jim. We're going to write that book, and I just got to write about my daddy. He, and, you, know, you know, it makes you feel so good yes. to know that that daddy was the kind of had a uh, reputation. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew John Liddell was yeah. his name, wasn't it? That's Ellen? right. But yes. Ellen about our daddy. He always say my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Were you his favorite? Was she his favorite? Uh oh! Oh my goodness! We just think about the, the hard times we've been through, but yeah, but yeah, it makes you feel so good to to see what we're doing now. What is the title going to be? The last whole cake. You don't? Do you know what a whole cake is, honey? Oh yes, ma'am. Well, honey, let me tell you something. Oh. We we we've come through some uh, working in the fields. No water. No. Uh, electricity or anything, but well, look, look where we are now, Ellen. And helping people now makes you feel good, honey, about what we've done, honey. Yes, I'm ma'am. gonna tell you, everybody yes, loves my daddy. Oh, love daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, honey, this what keeps us going, baby. Yes, the parents yes. that we had, Ellen. That's the truth. Everybody Absolutely. loved daddy. Daddy had to pay my joke, didn't he, Ellen? <laughs> and I that's bet. what keeps us going, honey. Yes. Thinking about what we've gone through with, mm-hmm. and now, mm-hmm. look how the Lord and everybody's helping us. It's so true. Do what we enjoy doing, don't we? Yes. Patrick is a dream. Patrick. Okay. They're talking about Patrick Riggins. He's the president of this place, and. It, I was reading he came to volunteer, what, 2006 or something? It was probably a little earlier than that. Um, It was probably closer to around 2001. Really? Lord bless He's he's Patrick is unbelievable. I don't see how he does as much as he he does. I don't know when you sleep, honey. Well, mm-hmm. is I, if if he's not married, I've got some girlfriends looking for a good man. That's what I don't mean. <laughs> Patrick, yeah, whoever it is, we gotta meet him. Uh, no. yeah, that's, that's I've the, got some good that's girlfriends. The thing. He says they gotta get over. They gotta. We gotta prove them. Whoever it is, yes, yeah, might not be easy now. Oh, they we're might not hoping be. it they won't have, be. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, Patrick, give a blessing to us, honey. Mm-hmm. I bet. Lord, have mercy. I bet he's. We can call one. Patrick day or night, anytime. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. He's right there for us. Mm-hmm. Well, now. How did you get the idea to start this place? Well, Ellen, how, how did we get this? Oh, you know what? You know when uh, segregation was logic at this particular time, mm-hmm. and uh, we were nurses at UT Hospital for how many years, Ellen? Anyway, you know, segregation was awful. We went through all of that, that mm-hmm. we had to go through that because, you know, we had to go by what the rules were and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something, honey. Tell her about when, um, you know, when Ellen worked on the colored floor, mm-hmm. and then you worked down in the ER, mm-hmm. and you'd see the indigent people come in, and they'd sit there all day with nothing to eat. Oh, oh. please tell all about it. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and you would, um, you would see them with nothing to eat, and mm-hmm. and you'd you'd say, well, these, the indigent got seen last. So they would sit all day, and Helen would go buy them something out of the cafeteria or go try to get them some food. And she always told her sister, um, when I get out of, when we retire, we're going to do something about this. And 
So then when they did retire, Helen kept talking about it, and Ellen finally told her, I wish you'd shut up or do something. (laughs) (laughs) And so one night, Helen had a dream that she was going to have the love kitchen. And she called Ellen and in the middle of the night and was telling her, I have this dream that we're going to do this love kitchen and I'm going to feed people. But she was trying to say it all so fast that Ellen's husband couldn't understand her. And he said, slow down, what's going on, Helen? Are you hurt? And is something wrong with Al, was her husband? And uh, he handed the phone to Ellen. And so finally, he, Ellen got Helen calmed down enough. And she said, I had this dream. I had this dream that we're going to have this. And then the next day, they started putting it together. And then February 14th, 1986, they served their first meal of 22 meals. Oh, my so. goodness. How do people that are in need or homebound figure out how to get a hold of you? Sure. It's okay. The phone numbers, you can call. It's 546-3248. Mm-hmm. It's 546-3248. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to the website, thelovekitchen.org. You can also go there if you're a volunteer, want to sign up. The sisters live by this one phrase, and you see it posted at the Love Kitchen. Everybody is God somebody. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, Lord, the wonderful parents that we have. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and we have just been listening to the 2014 recording of Helen and Ellen of the Love Kitchen this Easter weekend because I thought it'd be good to hear the voice of two ladies who represented just pure mercy, charity, and love. Information about the Love Kitchen at thelovekitchen.org, and always I've got links of all my guests and events and things I mention on the show on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com, under that link that says Listen to the Show. After a break from our sponsor, we'll hear from Mary Constantine and her recipe for those feta and olive deviled eggs. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table is brought to you in part by Century Harvest Farms and Century Harvest Farms Foundation in Greenback, Tennessee. A sustainable farm in East Tennessee producing 100% grass-fed beef and other wholesome farm products. Preservative-free grass-fed charcuterie, preserves, pickles, and jams. Also home to the community-serving, food-insecurity-fighting Century Harvest Farms Foundation. Details at centuryharvest.org. Hey, this is Daniel Kimbrough, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee's own WDVX. Find us a brand new recipe. 
And now, it's in the kitchen with the happily retired Mary D.D. Constantine, and she is the retired food editor from the Knoxville New Sentinel. Deviled eggs are as important to my family as our tradition for macaroni and cheese, sweet potato casserole, and broccoli casserole. But this year, instead of our traditional pickle relish mustard and mayonnaise deviled eggs, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to serve deviled eggs with feta and olives. To make them, peel six hard-cooked eggs, slice the eggs in half lengthwise, and scoop out the yolks. Place the yolk in food processor and blend together with three tablespoons mayonnaise and a fourth of a cup of feta cheese. Then you fold in a fourth of a cup finely chopped pimento stuffed green olives, a fourth of a cup finely chopped Kalamata olives, and the eighth of a teaspoon of pepper. Blend together and then taste. If you want to add salt, do it then. Stuff the eggs and then garnish with additional sliced olives. Place the eggs in the refrigerator until you're ready to serve. The older the egg, the easier it is to peel. Trust me on this. This is not an old wives tale. There's a science behind it. It has something to do with the membrane releasing from the shell as the egg ages. All I know is, it works. And a great way to determine whether you have a fresh egg or not is to drop it into cold, salted water. If the egg sinks, it's fresh. If it remains suspended in the water, it's about two weeks old. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. And here are a couple of things happening in our community that are food and farming related that I thought you might like to know about. Slow Food Tennessee Valley is launching a community enrichment grant program to support local food related entities whose work supports the greater mission of Slow Food USA, which is good, clean, and fair food for all. Applicants might include farmers, restaurant and food truck owners, school and community garden coordinators, nonprofits working for food justice and access, food entrepreneurs, chefs, educators, and more. They're hoping the community will take this opportunity to highlight all the wonderful things going on in our little slice of Tennessee. The Slow Food Tennessee Valley Board, along with two additional outside reviewers, will strive to grant applicants who meet a community need, represent the diversity of Knoxville, Knox County, and surrounding counties, use the funds efficiently, and whose work embodies the ideals of slow food. For the grant program's inaugural year, a total of 3,000 in funds, primarily raised through the Pesto Festo dinner and silent auction, will be awarded in increments of $250, $500, and $1,000. They plan to award one recipient $1,000, two at $500, and four at $250. Deadline to apply for this grant is midnight, May 1st, 2019. To apply, please fill out the application online or send an email answering all of those online questions. Details and instructions for applying for this grant on their website, slowfoodtnvalley.org. 
The Century Harvest Farm Foundation would like to invite you to Charcuterie and Cocktails, a signature event to raise awareness and establish support to address food insecurity in East Tennessee. This event takes place Saturday, April 26th at the Central Collective in North Knoxville from 5 until 7.30 p.m. And it will feature grass-fed charcuterie, cocktails, and conversation. Funds raised will be dedicated to adopting a field of fresh produce and beef from five grass-fed steer. The field will be planted, cultivated, and harvested by Century Harvest Farm Foundation's Helping Hands and From the Ground Up program participants, and all donated to local food banks. More information at centuryharvest.org. And up next is Fred Sossman in his Potluck Radio segment on the Elizabethton, Tennessee Rotary Club Bean and Cornbread Supper. This is Potluck Radio. I'm Fred Sossman. This year marks the 48th anniversary of the annual Bean Dinner. Sponsored by the Rotary Club of Elizabethton, Tennessee, Joe Alexander, a local insurance agent, is the club's immediate past president. One of our club members who's still with us, Richard Tietrich, started it as a, a club fundraiser for the Cancer Society. And it's just continued on from that, and we, we still uh, donate to the Cancer Society. We, this year, we looked 168 pounds of dried beans. I asked Joe to explain the term looking the beans. Oh, to look the beans, well, you just go through the beans it's, and see if you can find any stones or other debris. Or We, we had to, this year looking through, uh, one of our uh, club members found some lima beans. And, uh, but you just go through to get, try to get all the trash out of them. And, uh, but uh, fortunately, it seems like over the last four or five years, the beans are a lot cleaner than they used to be. Michelle Johnson runs the cafeteria at T.A. Duggar Junior High School, where the bean dinner is always held. For the Rotary Bean Supper, I will prepare 168 pounds of dry beans. Folks here at the cafeteria cook them, but we insist on putting uh, Clifty Farms Country Ham Hocks in there, and that adds that meat flavor to it. Cooking the beans, we let them soak overnight, and then I will start them the next day. And I put oil and butter and salt and ham hock in them and cook them for about four to four and a half hours each batch. I have a big, huge brazen pan full that I do. The cornbread is very time consuming. We prepared about 750 servings. This year's Rotary Club Bean Dinner will take place April 25th from 4.30 until 6.30. For Potluck Radio, I'm Fred Saussman. This is Charlotte Tolley of Nourish Knoxville at nourishknoxville.org and you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee's own WDVX. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at theemmysunshine.com. We hope you have a good week, 
and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.